0: Oh, hello, and uh, welcome to the Black Door Music Argument. Uh, I'm Carson.
1: And I be Josh.
0: Hello, Josh. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing well, and you?
0: Yeah? I'm doing very good. Uh, so this morning, because uh, we plan things way far out, this morning I was sitting in the chair going, we need an episode, we need to record an episode, and I thought, okay, Josh, what would be one album I could just drop on him right now and he would be like, oh, I'm ready to do this thing. Let's record it right out. And I sent him a message and he said yes. And I don't think he was quite as familiar with the album as I had anticipated him to be, but familiar with the songs. Right. Is that, is that...
1: So, yeah, so I, I know quite a bit of the songs, but I hadn't actually like, really sat down and listened to the album front to back. And so I did that today. Yes. I listened to it three times back to back and I will happily do it, listen to it back, like front to back again.
0: Yes. So the album we are talking about today is by the Dropkick Murphys, and the album is Blackout. Blackout. So um, I've been a fan of this album for, I mean, I'm so into this album. I was into it before, you know, people were cool and what have you nonsense. Um, But no, like this is one that uh, I know that I used to work in like theater shops. And anytime someone was like, oh, when you turn some music on, I'm like, Blackout, Dropkick Murphys cuz it's just that right fun level of keeping energy high the entire time but it's not your traditional, you know, dance party thing or you know, too it, nothing really sits too tight in any particular type of genre that I feel it locks people out. So, um assuming that you're not into Dropkick Murphys, their genre per uh, Dr. Wikipedia is like they're they're a punk rock band, like a pop punk band. But they're also classified as a Celtic punk band because they have a great deal of influences from your not traditional, you know, pop punk bands, Uh, such as instruments you don't necessarily always hear in a pop punk band. Uh, And I I, I see you laughing. Well,
1: I was just going to say, you know, like um, like bagpipes. Uh, mm-hmm. not typically yeah, I mean it's something, not traditionally there not traditionally yeah. something that you hear with uh, uh with punk bands or i don't know normal bands uh in general um <laughs> uh, so
0: yeah No, my favorite the, part about you saying that is you're part of a pipe band so like that's that's just like icing on the cake there you're like eh, it's not really a thing you normally hear you hear it all the time but well, for yeah. most people <laughs> you know
1: yep so it, i hear it all the time and so when i hear bagpipes come onto albums especially like with dropkick murphy's uh like the what was that that song it was like six or seven um it was either mm-hmm. uh, world full of of hate or uh buried alive mm-hmm. uh and and i could be like like somebody's gonna listen to that and I'd be like dude you feel like fuck that up like th- those aren't the those aren't the songs <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but anyway so the bagpipes come in uh in in certain points and to me like every time i hear bagpipes in a 440 megahertz frequency It just sounds shrill and flat and like it doesn't sound in tune.
0: Okay. So, just for anybody who's not familiar with the 440 megahertz thing, um, can you give like the elevator speech of the 440 range and why it's weird for bagpipes to be there?
1: Yeah. So, uh, why it's weird for bagpipes to be there? Real quick. uh, Bagpipes, uh, the traditional Highland uh, Celtic pipes as we know them now, are tuned in a. Uh, 476 to 480 uh, or a little bit higher megahertz frequency, depending on temperature and humidity outside. Uh, basically, what that does is it equates everything in 440, which is the standard traditional tuning uh, t- that everybody knows. It equates it to maybe kind of a B flat minor seven something, um, but it just doesn't. It just doesn't work. It doesn't fit. Uh, and there's also in bagpipe music in general. There's no sharps or flats, so trying to add sharps and flats to it just doesn't work. All right, that's the that's the very nutshell version.
0: So I will say I've had so many conversations with Josh about this, and we've talked about doing an episode entirely on the 440 megahertz range, and I think that it's something we should. There's just a lot of just fascinating history about the thing, and I know that we've brought it up before. Won't be the last time you hear about it, but it's it's interesting to hear them because again you have to kind of change drones on top is that the way that works
1: right yeah the drones
0: yeah or the, or the canters
1: whatever you want to call them
0: i may have just had like three takes getting the name wrong and decided <laughs> i was going to cut them because you know what i get the option too since i edit this bitch what, what? so um anyways uh yeah so they changed those out so with the band like this uh the way that someone described it to me um a few years ago was it's like The younger, hipper version of Flogging Molly was the description of Dropkick Murphys, where it's like if Flogging Molly was the one that like your parents were listening to, Dropkick Murphys is the one the teenagers listening to in the same genre. Again, loose descriptions here.
1: Right. It's like the the Beastie Boys of this genre.
0: There we go. Yeah, I like that. Um, So on this album, they have originals, they have covers, etc., um, the one that if you're familiar with some Celtic-y type music, uh, Black Velvet Band is one that is a very popular cover. You know, people do it all the time. I will say I am probably most drawn to this one because it just seems like just goofy and funny enough, which it is a very weird song in general. And yeah. I really appreciate it. No, this, I, this yeah. Movie.
1: So when I was listening to this song uh, again, I was like, OK, you know, like I'm going to go follow a band basically like live off of selling love beads <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's that's kind of the vibe i got but you know instead of love beads it'd be a Bowrin or something mm-hmm.
0: yeah so i mean like this the song is not is not new um but the you know black velvet band is definitely one that if you're not familiar with the song it's one that you just want to sing along to I mean, the the it, you need a drink in your hand, swaying back and forth with your buddy's arm across your back as you're singing Black Velvet Band, and it just seems right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that, um, yeah. And so, yeah.
1: And one of one the things I like about each of the songs, they all kind of tell their own story uh, in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so um, The Dirty Glass, uh, I really uh, enjoyed that one as well. That's number seven on the album, uh, at least from the apple music which today is our sponsor so thank you apple music <laughs>
0: uh, i think this is the second episode in a row we've specifically called out that we use apple music yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. but uh the dirty glass so they have uh there's two singers uh in this is male and a female uh part in it and i
0: really enjoy
1: uh the the back and forth uh that's that's happening um within that that song
0: yeah um, the one that I think you called out was world full of hate. Um, and another one that, so with that one, I don't, I don't remember honestly, if there's bagpipes in it off the top of my head, I get so caught up in the lyrics of that specific one. Um, and it's really the chorus that just kind of drives it home. Um, till the end, like a friend stand by you again, toe to toe, friend or foe. And it's all that I know, um, till the end, like a friend stands by you again. And I wouldn't change a thing. And it's just that again, so much of this, it just feels like you need a drink in your hand and you just need to be like, oh, no, man, I'm I'm here. I'm with you. We're friends till the end. No, no we got this, you know, and I think that in some cases that's just I, I, I like this for that reason. I realize I'm not going into too many details right now, but it's just it's a fun album. It makes you feel good.
1: Yeah, it's upbeat and it just there's there's a drive to every song um, with it and. I don't know. Th- this was an album that I'm like, you know, I could I could listen to this for like the next few weeks and have it be the only thing, and I would just really enjoy it, and then I'd still <laughs> want to come back to it later. So
0: also, I mean, if you have a band who has a uh, a member who's, you know, I'll say his uh, alias is uh, Spicy McHaggis, it's always a win. <laughs>
1: always a win.
0: <laughs> always, 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 always. Um, so again, this album came out in uh, like 2000. Three, i think 2004 uh, i guess i should probably look that up 2003 2003 for sure um and i mean it got featured on a few different things like i believe some of those tracks were on um you know uh tony hawk underground if i remember correctly uh video game great soundtrack on that one yeah and I can't...
1: and the the thing also that, it, that that i love about this band too if you're if you're listening to um how they're playing like it's a it's a drum driven band as well uh, and so like there's there's so much happening uh, with the drums and that also kind of adds to that that flavor uh, with of the Celtic punk genre
0: so having spent a little bit more time studying some more of the, some I'll say the Celtic music I I maybe wouldn't pick up on things other than just like the high- level influences do you see any of the deeper stuff inside of there in terms of like drum beats or is it really just kind of pop punk beats with Celtic ones over the top, by the other instruments.
1: Yeah, I I kind of hear a little bit of both, um, and so it it really depends on on what they're doing. But you can hear it when they switch to snare, uh, and it's mm-hmm. like, and they're just on the snare, and he's doing like a driving kind of like, o- almost like a, 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 a an Irish shepherd uh, in the fields with their uh, you know, like their buddies, and they're just they're jamming on what instruments they had and they were able to carry because they were light, and so you get these simple beats, but like very
0: um
1: i go rhythmic <laughs> <laughs> um
0: i i guess so so is this really your first time really digging into this album or is it that you you knew kind of some of the hits off of it and now you kind of have the whole thing kind of put together
1: yeah it's kind kind of the latter um so definitely putting all the all the pieces together and i'm just been really really interested in in some of what also was going on like um history wise and so like uh learning you know that the band is like they're they're very f- for um uh like the working class and unions mm-hmm. uh and sh- this album kind of encapsulates them uh, like they have a couple songs that uh is for the. i mean they literally song two is the worker song it's it's for mm-hmm. the workers um and uh as, as i was listening to that i'm like Oh my gosh! Like it, it, that almost kind of like appeals to exactly what uh, today uh, we still need and are going through. And so, like, and by
0: the workers' song, when it's appealing to the pe- to the workers, you mean like the first line? Yeah, this one's for the workers who toil night and day.
1: Right. You know. Yeah. It's about yeah. the it's about the blue collar workers uh, working against the elitists. Basically, is like the whole yeah. like,
0: vibe of the the song. So yeah, and the thing about it is like. I love Dropkick Murphys because it really is. They're, they're like they seem like a down to earth kind of music.
1: Yeah, I agree, and it uh, it, it it makes me long for uh, uh, March seventeenth and uh, and or November thirtieth. Either either one of those days.
0: I mean, I guess that makes sense. I mean, I guess I can just find an excuse anytime. Just throw on some Dropkick Murphys <laughs> and let's get let's let's get this party started. Um, well, yeah, they're good to yeah. listen to
1: year round, but just like it, you know, you kind of like have that like. Well, I'm, I'm listening to this, band. I, I, I need a drink. Uh, why not be out at a bar?
0: And, Ideally, you know, like, it would be green, but it doesn't have to be a green drink. It could be you a blue one. I, exactly. Um, and I will say in advance, I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out there. Um, since we're releasing this before St. Patrick's Day, pro tip for everyone. On St. Patrick's Day, it is the perfect day to go to a Mexican food restaurant because they are traditionally not nearly as busy Prairie yeah, and,
1: and depending on the, the place you go to, you can get a burrito and a Guinness.
0: Yeah, you can, which that's not a bad deal. No. That's not, not a all. bad deal. That's the thing that's been missing from Taco Bell all of this time <laughs> is a Guinness.
1: That's that's what I think of when I think of tacos.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, you know, I would definitely say give this one a listen to, uh, especially when you're looking for something just to kind of get, get, get nice, upbeat, get going and doing something like you get a little amped but not like too much you're not going to be sitting here breaking boards over anyone's back or anything not that level of like pumped upness but like it's going to make you feel good you're just going to you know after listening to this you're going to want to like you know go do something but like it's probably going to be that something is like hanging out with some friends having a fire like really a good hangout is what you're going to want out of this album it's kind of my thought
1: yeah, I would i agree with that. Like, this is the one that, as you said, like you want to have a drink and be with people uh, with this album on in the background. This is yeah.
0: It's so nice of us to share this, like, still while we're dealing with COVID nineteen. But you know what? It, it, I guess it could be done via Zoom, like, however you want to do it. Yeah,
1: you know? Know. Zoom
0: party. Yeah. Keep
1: it safe. Zoom party.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, do you have anything else to add?
1: No, I guess not. <laughs>
0: Perfect. <laughs> Listen to the
1: album. That's good. And as the final track of the album says, uh, kiss me, I'm hashtag exclamation point at apostrophe faced, and I've been Joshua.
0: And I have been Karsten. Thank you for sharing your time with us. If you liked this episode, we are so sorry. But this has been the Black Door Music Argument, where opinions are always welcome. But are probably wrong. Including mine. We provide the best research Wikipedia offers. So tell all of your friends, and your mistress. Or your manstress. Or your other token female friends. But not your grandma. Unless your grandma's fucking cool. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Look for us on Instagram. We're not on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We don't. Like us on Facebook. Okay, Boomer. Talk about us on MySpace. Or Friendster. Stop trying to out MySpace me. And always remember to clear your browser history. But most of all. Especially important. Super crucial. The ultimate. Baby, Baby, it's cold outside.